guys. Hey. My God. What's Who's up? Th- What's up? Look at this handsome son of a gun, Anthony. My God. You looking in a mirror, Mike? I'm, I'm in telling you, this is a, like the mirror of Dorian Gray on episode 26. <laughs> You're really, I mean, I, I mean, if I look as good as you look, then I'm blessed, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I look and, as good as you look when I, yeah, don't you worry. Don't no, you worry. I'm t- Anthony, where have you been? Have you been at like a day spa or a month spa? What's been happening? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been at a spa, right? <laughs> Right, I was saving right. Canada or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you were. Yeah, you so. were deep freeze Canada. You were deep saving freeze it. Canada. I was saving, saving Canada. Well, you know, I wanted to be on this very, very special episode, so oh, you know, yeah. I had to get all that yeah. stuff out of the way. Right, I had to get all that stuff. Make sure I'm freed up, and and here we are. Here we are for well, episode twenty six. Stacy, we are episode twenty six. What is happening? What is happening? That's yeah. a you know how did. What did we do? Well, how did I, we get I to, tell you, I, this number I, is crazy. I thought about us the other day. I was coming home from a, a I, I, I didn't send this picture to you guys. I should. I have it. Now, maybe I'll send it later just so yeah. you guys know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> uh, I was coming home from a tour and I was uh, I was stopped at a light. Have you guys ever heard on a uh, serious radio, the, the two comedy channels, uh, 98 and 99 raw dog? I don't know. If you've oh, ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Raw now, dog comedy. Yeah. Okay, so I'm sitting there and I hear this voice coming out of the comedy, the stand up comedy channel. I said, oh, I know that voice. I know that voice. And I look at it and sure enough, there's the individual's name that I had hosted a previous uh, podcast with. And I took a picture of it. Oh, (laughs) his name right there. And he he was talking about how you get uglier the more you're married you get uglier and uglier and that you never, you always look like you're ready to go paint something in your house. It was actually very, very funny. I took, I said, oh, okay, I hope he's doing well. Yeah. 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 I, I haven't seen him in a little That's bit. Hilarious. So yeah. yeah, it was really funny. So, hilarious. you know, it was funny. He made it to yeah. Raw Dog. Which hey, I, yeah. I was, I was uh, very happy to say, Hey, I knew this guy and you know, yes. he's a funny guy. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah. 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 That's, Congrats that's a big on deal. That. I do and know Raw Dog, is- even though I only have Sirius Radio for Elvis Radio, but yes, I do know Raw Dog. <laughs> of course. No, but I understand that. <laughs> Elvis Radio is incredible. That's pretty much the reason why I got Sirius Radio. We need, uh, we need Rocky Files on Sirius Radio. Yeah. Could you imagine that? Oh. That'd be cool. Man, yeah. we'd really take off. Yeah, Rocky but Channel. Th- speaking of taking off, we are like literally live from the new home office, and why not North Carolina? Stacy, yeah. how did this happen? And why not? I yeah, was kicking and screaming. I did not want to go. Um, <laughs> no, didn't. I didn't. I like hot coffee. Hot I like cold yeah, coffee. I like, yeah. I like iced coffee in a warm climate like Mississippi. But right, right, right now. Right. We got booted out, so we had to go to Yeah. Will right. you get iced coffee in the summer, Stacey? Oh, yeah. I actually, ironically, I drink iced coffee. I drink cold brew all year round. Do you really? Yeah, because it's not as bitter. When you brew yeah. coffee hot. Yeah, it's yeah. real bit bitter. But if True. you brew, if you do cold brew, I can't talk. Um, it's it's sweeter. It's not yeah. as it doesn't have that bitter bite, and so that's, I agree with that. So I have cold I, coffee every morning. Yep. Oh, so. do you really? Yeah, I like it better. I find cold coffee disgusting. My mother, <laughs> my mother told me this funny story. I can only drink hot coffee. Two against one there. Yeah, one. right. No, I know. Yeah. Uh, and so my mother told me this funny story about my father, how he would never have cold coffee. And one time, I don't know, she like stuck a funnel in his mouth and shoved it <laughs> down his throat. 
and he loved it. So he yeah. has he he's a fan of cold coffee. Yeah. I have had cold coffee. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Not a fan. No, really? no sugar had... or no sugar. Okay, hold on a second. You've had cold coffee without well, what kind? Like like you know, like American or espresso, uh, what, sugar, the, no sugar. Whatever my wife this... paid nine dollars for at Starbucks, I had. Okay, yeah. Disgusting. No, you gotta have like espresso $9. made cold yeah. coffee with you know, you gotta sweeten it a little bit. All right. We gotta okay, but there's... I got to make you some cold coffee, and I think it'll change. All right. Point... I'll be right over. There's a difference between iced coffee and cold brew. How is it brewed? Yeah, right. Because right. cold coffee is simply hot coffee that's it was, sitting on it, the counter too long. This right. is true. And then, yeah. Okay, but cold brew, when you brew it, in the and it doesn't get that, you know, when there's it doesn't whole warm up the grounds as much, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't get the bitter part. Right. There's a whole process to that stuff. There's right. canisters. It's, it's, it's a whole well, thing. Well, I, 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 am a, I am a proponent of being open-minded, so I'll, yeah. I'll try to crack try out. I'll try to brew. crack the little brain open good. a little bit yeah. more to try. Yeah, cold brew is tasty. That is right, some tasty right, goodness right, right there. All so right. what else, guys? What, do, what, <laughs> uh, what have we been doing? Oh, uh, Mike. Yes. We had a conversation a little while ago about you reading a certain book. Yes. Because I want to know how this book is, because I don't have this book yet. Anthony, this is so weird that you said that. I just happen really? to have the book right oh, here. Look at, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Hey. Shocking. It's shocking. It, Drago, On Mountains We Stand. I'm sorry, yeah, what's, what's, what's it called? What's it called? Drago. Thank Drago. you. On the Mountains We Stand. <laughs> if he my, doesn't and, read it, he will and, lose. And on the back, it says, my redemption, oh, wow. my vengeance. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah, he told me that he picked this baby up. Yeah. yeah. I, so How we had a it? guest. We had a guest on a few months back, and they talked about this book. And I, I yes. gotta have it. And so it's by <laughs> a shocking. Guy, he got it. Sh- shocking. It's by the a guy day. named Todd Noy. Now Todd Noy is no longer with us. He's passed mm-hmm. on. But yeah. um, he literally never paid um, for the rights uh, for this book. So. It, it's illegal. What he wrote was highly illegal, but he doesn't care. I'm just well, going to read the name and everything. Exactly. I'm right. just going to I'm going to read a very short thing that he writes. Yeah. The following work is a gross abuse of copyright. <laughs> Names, places, and events have been unchanged. I have done this with the fil- firm belief that a king's story is more important than the literary regulations I flaunt. Todd Noy, Sao Paulo, 1991. That's when he wrote this book in 91. Okay. I just want to point wow. out that he wrote this book and vanished. Vanished. Gone. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I thought gone. he went missing. Someone oh, said I... he passed away, but I thought he went missing. Right. No, just I don't gone. think anyone knows. And I, I, like, right. There's, there's mystery about this person. Is it his name? Is this his real name? Whatever. Yeah, exactly. His name is. Right. And we don't just, even know that he existed. Right, he just poof. But here, here is maybe Todd Noy is a made-up name. But the right, book is really right. good. The yeah. book is is about the crushing defeat at the hands mm-hmm. of Rocky Balboa, and mm-hmm. then Drago goes on this world journey to try to find who he is. And in the meantime, it flashes back to Drago um, at twelve years old, being literally kidnapped and turned into this fighting machine into the Russian military and the barracks where he stayed and the competitions and the fear he had as a child. And then as he's walking the world, he runs into somebody that triggers a a different thought process. Drago goes to Philadelphia where he has several conversations with Rocky 
Rocky does not have a restaurant at this point. There's very little to do with mm. the 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 Creed films or Balboa or Creed. Almost none of it has anything to do with this book. Mm. Um, so which I suppose is a good thing. Does um, he fight again? Drago fights again. Yes. Um, he fight, uh, when Rocky goes to Russia, we know Rocky stripped of the title and then Clubber Lang steps in and becomes the champ. Once Drago readies himself, he's basically become a uh, persona non grata in, in Russia and he makes his way into the American Boxing League. He mm -hmm. rises up the ranks and he beats Clubber Lang and, and Drago becomes the champion. All the while, uh, Russia is building this new Drago. This bigger, better, stronger, faster, more roided up guy. So Drago has to fight him. But a weird phenomenon happens. Rocky becomes Drago's trainer. And together, wow. Rocky's Rocky's goodness, um, I think, helps heal Drago. Because Drago is disgusted and sick with himself over Aww. what he did to Apollo. And, yeah. and there's a big bronze <laughs> Apollo statue in Las yeah. Vegas. There's a there's there's some really really good things in this book, and you know I, I'm not I'm not going to say people should buy it or not buy it. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm going to yeah. say I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I did. It's very thin. It's like a pamphlet. You can see it's not that thick. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, small. I think I think uh, there's. Well, it says 85 pages, but the print is very big. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's not a lot of syllables. Yeah. There's not a yeah. lot of adjectives. <laughs> that uh, that sounds pretty cool. Like, I, I have one issue with the whole thing, and I yeah. don't see any any of that second half happening where I see him just, he's suffocated by, by Russia. Like yeah. I see yeah. he just not allowed to do anything. He's blackballed. That's exactly what happens. Anyone or going anywhere. Yeah. More like the Creed, where he came back yeah, and he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I lost everything. I lost this. I lost that. That That's was the how... only thing, honestly, Anthony, that had anything in common with this, uh, with the with what we saw. But, uh, anyways, <laughs> enough on Drago. Drago. Uh, Drago. I am Drago. <laughs> I am Drago. All right, uh, Stacy. <laughs> yes, you have some comments from yes. fans. I do. Yes! I do. Finally, I've been asking for this forever. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, <laughs> I did Mickey Loves You Monday, and I said, "Hey, send in the names of those people who always supported you." So I just wanted to read some of the answers. Uh, uh, from Robert Kerr, he said, "My family, but if you only want one name, is brother Jamie." And then, um, let's see. Karina said my mom and oh that was sweet Tim and Justin said Stacy because I'm helping them with some online stuff so that was very nice. nice yeah yeah and then let's see Ira Green official says Marco Bronca and then beautiful disaster says my mom Carol says my mom Reminder says his brother Lorenzo says his dad and his wife and then this person we know you were wild once says my dad oh <laughs> nice. you were wild that's once oh nice. <laughs> who's that who's that who's person? That? i don't know who who's that, that is <laughs> anyway oh, hey, oh, that, that was pretty good yeah that was sweet yeah. you know it was sweet Definitely. And what about the what about the you, you did the soundtrack uh post too and uh rocky force the winner oh yeah know. rocky force the winner yeah it was did like, anyone did anyone think yeah, there was, and there was others? I would say the second place would have been a original Rocky, followed by Rocky 
three. Yeah. Uh, but Rocky it was, four, yeah. That yeah, was the I winner? Did, I did for, stop for and think of yes, her soundtrack, soundtrack and music. I didn't see yeah. this. Yeah. Well, I, I, clearly my vote, I didn't vote on this. It could have well, changed everything, yeah. Excuse me, I want to recount. If you're not following my posts. I follow your posts. This is a fake election. This election, this has been stolen. It's rigged. It's, it's rigged. rigged. Yeah. This is rigged. Let's recount. There's no way. There's no it's, way. I'm sorry. That Rocky Four is beating Rocky One. I have proof. It, it, is, it was I mean, rigged, Stacy. Dead people you, voted on this. It was rigged. Yeah, dead people did. You dead know why? It, you know why four wins? Four wins because what do we always say? The Rocky Four is the you know the MTV version, right? Uh, 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 and it's got the MTV music, right? It always wins. Hey, I just got. May not be like you know the best uh, uh, score. Right, emotionally, Whatever. but it, it pumps I'm you gonna, up. I'm done. That's for I'm sure. Done. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's leaving. <laughs> All right, that's fine. My that's favorite fine. soundtrack is the one I make when I combine like your list, all the best ones together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One all the way to you know, right, 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 five or six. I got it. Stacy, what is your favorite list? Actually, my favorite uh, 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 soundtrack? soundtrack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, soundtrack. I'm if I answer that you're gonna get mad at me, so yeah. I'm just gonna leave it alone. I, I, <laughs> or yours is Rocky Four. I do, Four, yeah. but yeah. I mean that's I was in middle school. It's like when that's like you know what I'm saying. That's it's almost yeah, like what you. you started with is yeah yeah you know what I mean. It's, oh, that I understand. I yeah. really do. it's true. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where you were introduced to this character. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. The point is, you were introduced, and that's the important thing. Right. I love them all. <laughs> that's right. Again, it, it's yeah, like you yeah. say. It's like how do you pick? You love them all, but yeah. it's yeah. like picking a favorite one. It's like there's no such thing as bad ice cream. I know. They're all yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. When I saw it, when I saw it, I did have to stop for a second. I was and and I was like. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. And I had to go with the one. Like, what have I listened to the most? The most. I understand right. that. Yeah. That, right. That's how I. Uh, so I got a. Soon. That's all. <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> Rocky one better host. Taste. Yeah. Rocky one host. That's fine. Go on, Stacy. I had a. I ha I hear we have a guest uh, waiting. For Do we have a guest? Oh, fantastic! We better go get this guy. Can you send Marjorie down? Send Marjorie, send Marjorie down. Marjorie. Okay. Marjorie, our new secretary. I'll text oh, her okay. right now to go get Thank him. You. Perfect secretary name, Marjorie. <laughs> Marjorie. All right, guys. This is a very big deal for Bring us. Him get him in here. Huge deal. We have John Messina from Fight Story here joining us. We have been talking for a little while. We wanted to time his episode, this, his episode for his big announcement, which he has for us today. Welcome, John. I'm going to bring you in. Boom! There he is. Hey, John. How John. Are Yo. Hey, John. Yo. <laughs> How, you up, guys? <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? You see, you brought a friend with you right there. Yeah. <laughs> An old Rocky friend. Five Rocky's in the background there. <laughs> yeah. uh, he looks. He looks a little stiff today. Is he all right? A little stiff. Loosen him up a little bit. A little flat. <laughs> yeah. 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 Love that. John Messina, who are Welcome. you, and Welcome. why are you here? Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's a, that's got a fabulous question. Uh, number one, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. loud and clear. Yeah. You have a lovely yeah. voice, John. Yeah. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so I am here. Um, I've been working on a project for uh, quite a while called Fight Story, and um, I would love to tell my story, my uh, my own fight story, and kind of tie that together and mesh that together with um, perfect the yeah. Rocky universe. 
And uh, okay. I think a lot of people could relate to what I'm about to say. John, are you a <laughs> filmmaker? I am. What? Well, okay. well, let's let's clarify here. So, I'm an actor. I'm a teacher. I pay the bills by teaching. I'm a teacher. I'm what, a high school what teacher. What do you teach? Uh, health, phys ed, and sports medicine. Gotcha. Wow, high school level great. here in New York. Nice. Um, been doing that for 20 years. Wow. And uh, yeah, I've been you know an actor for about what? five or six years. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. How, I'm did, sorry. How, did, how did acting start? What? Uh, how did you jump into that? So as far as acting, I've always wanted to be around filmmaking. Um, I have a very artistic side to me. When I was studying to be a teacher, it was either physical education or art teacher. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wound up choosing phys ed um, because of my love for sports and fitness and things like that. This guy definitely helped me steer in that direction. Um, but that's kind of how I ended up where I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as filmmaking goes, I always had an artistic side to me and always wanted to be involved you know, in whatever aspect of filmmaking, whether it was the acting side or behind the scenes. I actually went to school originally uh, for graphic design and I wanted to be involved in uh, special effects, things like that for filmmaking. Um, that obviously never panned out. So here I am many years later, kind of pursuing a lifelong dream and uh, I'm here to kind of tell my story. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. That's yeah. great. We're dying to hear it. Go for it. Go for it. Go for All it. right. Go here for we it. go. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was a very little boy, uh, two, three years old, I suffered a series of seizures. Um, and I was kind of like borderline ep- epileptic. And because of this uh, issue that I had that I suffered through, it kind of affected me um, neurologically. And when I went off to school, as I got a little bit older, I struggled so bad. I mean, as bad as you could possibly struggle, that was this guy. And, uh, you know, after struggling year after year, my parents had me put through a battery of tests. um, And it came back that I had a severe learning disability, kind of as a result of, uh, you know, the seizures that I suffered early on. And my brain and everything, it just wasn't, I guess, uh, developing at the same rate as other kids my age. So I wound up having this severe disability. I couldn't read, I couldn't write. Um, And it became this like crutch and crippling effect for me. And it really affected me mentally. Um, I suffered from anxiety because of this. Uh, I mean, my confidence level was non-existent. It was, it was very, very uh, crippling for, uh, for myself and a very difficult situation. And um, I can remember I was eight years old. I literally, I feel like it was yesterday. I'm 43 now. And I feel like it was just yesterday that I came home. It was a Friday, uh, end of the week, and I had failed a test. And I was devastated because I studied really, really hard. And my mom, I actually felt really bad for my mom because she studied alongside with me you know, for hours. And, um, I took this test and I wound up failing it and I was crushed. I came home Friday and I was crushed by this. So I'm at the dinner table. I have my mom, my dad, and, uh, I'm, I'm nonverbal. I'm not speaking at this point. So I look up and my dad looks at my mom. My mom looks at my dad and they kind of give each other, like, I think it's time. And, uh, 
my dad goes off into a wooden cabinet we had nearby. And when he comes back, he emerges like, like he just found the Holy Grail. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and he comes down with the VHS tape of the original Rocky, Rocky One. Wow. And my mom <clears throat> says, we want to show you this film. And uh, it's very important that you, that you watch this movie because this movie inspired us, my mom and my dad. And we hope that it has the same effect on you. And um, I had never heard of the movie. I'm eight years old. I have no idea who Rocky is. And I sit down, I have my mom and my dad next to me on the couch, and they proceed to play the movie, and I'm totally all in the second it begins. I don't even know why. I have no idea what even drew me to this character. I mean, I have an idea now, but looking back, like as an eight-year-old, why would an eight-year-old, you know, be infatuated with this, this figure? Mm-hmm. But long story mm-hmm. short, I remember sitting there, I'm grasping the couch, you know, I'm, I'm starting to sweat, especially as the movie's building. And as we're getting, you know, deeper and deeper into the film and, um, you know, millions of people can relate to this, but round 14 happens and mm-hmm. something inside me changes. And the only, the best way I could equate it to is probably a spiritual awakening for myself, mm-hmm. you know, as if a, a light switch was flicked on and now I'm alive. Something that was not alive is now alive inside me. And I just remember saying, holy crap. That was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. When Rocky gets knocked down that last time and he's crawling around on the floor and he's grasping for the ropes and Mickey's telling him to stay down and he winds up climbing to his feet and kind of shocking the world that he went the distance. That was it for me. It was over. And that that lit a fire that has not stopped burning for decades now. And uh, I know all of you can definitely relate to that and your audience, you know, absolutely can relate. But that's how it started for me, that one film on a Friday night as an eight-year-old. Wow. That's a great story. Unbelievable. Now, we fast forward a little bit, and um, actually a lot of it, if that's okay. <laughs> and my, uh, my dad, who he's my absolute hero, my best friend, he, um, he and my mother are like the epitome of Rocky and Adrian because they were always the underdog and like kind of like the least likely candidate to ever find success. Mm-hmm. And my dad, who with very, very little you know, education, barely graduated high school. Um, to be honest, I'm not even sure if he, if he ever did. Um, <laughs> he wound up becoming a very successful businessman. And, uh, you know, he, he had this tenacity, him and my mom had this, this great passion and tenacity of never giving up. And I kind of tie that in with, you know, the Rocky philosophy of no matter how many times you get knocked down, you just keep getting back up and eventually something good will happen. Um, and that's kind of the gift that they, that they left me with, you know, as I was growing up and even as an adult. And um, my dad wound up getting diagnosed with, uh, with lung cancer about six years ago now. And unfortunately I, you know, I lost him. And uh, it was a devastating blow for me to lose my dad, my hero, my best friend. But um, here's the best part of the whole thing. Two days before my dad passes away, he calls me into his room. And if you knew anything about my dad, he was such a character. He had an unbelievable personality. He was hysterical. Everybody loved him. 
So when he called me into his room, I knew that, you know, things were coming to the end and this may be the last day or two, you know, before I have to say my final goodbye. But when he called me into his room, he, you know, he pulled me in real close and he said, you have to do me a favor. And again, if you knew my dad, God only knows what's going to come out of his mouth. I have no idea what he's going to ask me to do. So, but he gets real serious. And I could tell there was a certain look in his eye that it was about to go down. It was about to get real serious in the room. And it's just me and him. It's real quiet. And he says, you have to do me a really, really important favor. And he says, you have to run the Rocky steps for me. And it was always something we kind of had planned on doing together, but for whatever reason, never got the opportunity to, uh, to fulfill that as a, a father son. And, you know, that's something that, um, always bothered, will always bother me, you know, that I'll, I'll never have that opportunity to do that with my dad. Um, but yeah, he asked me to do that as one of his last wishes to run the Rocky steps. So unfortunately, 48 hours after that, he passed away, said my final goodbye. And, uh, rough. It was not easy, not easy to go through that. Anybody that's lost a parent or a loved one, anybody can relate to that. You know, we've all been there and unfortunately we all have to get to that point. You know, it's an unfortunate part of life. Um, about a year after that, my mom, who, uh, like I said, she's, she's the Adrian to my dad's Rocky. She's, she's my heart and soul. And, um, she, uh, I'm going to get emotional. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. She wound up 